You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I am excited. You know, I get excited when we have special guests. We are talking to Monty, and I've been following Monty on Instagram for a while, and some of you probably follow him, too, because he's the reels king, okay, the king of video. If we're talking about short form video, that's what we're talking about today. He's going to give us all the gems. So thank you, Monty, so much for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast. Uh, Michelle, appreciate you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited. I've been excited for the past several days, getting all the alerts and everything. I'm like, hurry up, Thursday. Hurry up. We're not even Thursday. Wednesday. Hurry up, Wednesday. I'm I'm excited. My my (laughs) team had the the emails going, so I'm I'm glad to see that we had this set up. So. Um, introduce yourself and let us know more about you and how did you get started with like social media and video? Yeah, great question. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, you know, my name is Monty. I'm a, you know, social media strategist. I primarily work with Instagram, helping people, uh, with their ABCs, learning how to attract their target audience, build an engaged community and convert. And, um, I'm a short form video extraordinaire, you know, specifically reels and, um, I started my company in 2020 during the pandemic because I was ready to transition into something that I was passionate about, something that, you know, I had skills and and I had some gifts that I could utilize and something where I could make money by actually helping people at the same exact time. So, you know, started off, uh, you know, pretty small. Uh, I'm still still new. It's only been a couple of years. Right. But I've been able to build a, a pretty successful foundation, a, a pretty strong foundation with coaching uh, over the last couple of years and been able to build a, a really, really good, great community as well. And um, there's been a lot of lessons learned along the way. And I just do my best to pass those lessons on to the people that I work with in hopes that they take it, implement it, and they see the fruits of their labor from staying consistent with it too. Yes, I love that. And everyone listening, he said he started his business in 2020. And he's being modest. He got a lot of he got a lot of followers over there on Instagram and an engaged community, not just some random people, actual engaged people that are interested in what he is talking about. So congratulations on that. I think it's such a testament to the creator economy that we are in and how you can do anything. Any single thing that you want to do, you can create a business around it and utilize social media to reach more people. And that's exactly what you do with Real. So I want yes, I want to talk about um, your services for a minute. So you help other businesses with short form video, which is very niche and needed because Instagram blew up, you know, in 2020 when Reels really took off. And so your services are for content creators and business owners. So what was really like the driving force behind the creation of your business and really to lean towards short form video content creation? Great question. Yeah. So I I started my company in 2020. Um, I had done some jumping around in terms of what I was doing as an entrepreneur and just like career wise. 
Um, I had done direct sales for a little while. I was in a network marketing company. Then I transitioned into doing uh, uh, sales for a solar company, helping homeowners transition into getting renewable energy. And that's pretty much when the pandemic hit. And, you know, face-to-face contact was completely done. And uh, a lot of uh, solar companies, including my own, kind of postponed their projects and kind of fell to the wayside because there a lot of the operations in that industry require you to be you know, face-to-face, you know, require contractors to go face-to-face and talk to homeowners. So, you know, it took a while for a lot of companies to make the adjustment, especially if they weren't working virtually. So I was pretty much out of work at that point. Um, You know, I was doing the whole unemployment thing, but I'm very competitive. I'm very prideful. And I was like, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to live off the government. You know, I have way too much potential and, you know, way too many ideas and gifts to to just kind of sit on the couch and just collect the check without being productive. So I, I thought about it. And I was like, you know, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. So how do I, you know, what can I do now? And, um, you know, for a few years prior, my fiance and I, um, we were, we were, you know, doing a lot of food and lifestyle influencing. So we were working with restaurants, taking pictures and videos. We were eating for free almost every single week. And we started making some money working with brands that wanted us to promote them on the platform. And from that experience, I realized like, Hey, you know, this is a skill that some, a lot of people are going to want to learn being that, you know, we're in a pandemic, you can't leave your home. People are going to want to know how to make money from home. And social media is one of the most powerful places to be able to start something from scratch and be able to make money doing whatever you love and, and do it right from your cell phone. So that's when I had the idea to, you know, start like a coaching consulting company revolved around social media, specifically Instagram. So I started coaching some friends just to kind of, you know, get, get test, test out my coaching skills and see if I actually had something worth, you know, holding on to and building and, you know, my friends gave me a lot of great feedback and, you know, the, the, the friends that actually applied what I was teaching them were getting some good results. So that was all I needed to know that, you know, this is something that I might want to really build on. And as, as far as, you know, reels, um, man, it, it was a journey with that. You know, I started my company and I was, you know, growing my following and just trying to build my community and doing everything like, like bootstrap, like everything was like organic. I haven't like paid for followers. I didn't do any celebrity ads. I really didn't have any money to do all that stuff, right? I didn't have a budget to do all that stuff or or to play around or test it out. I didn't have money to blow. Let's put it that way. So I was like, you know, if it is to be, it's up to me. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to take the long road, but I'll learn along the way. So a lot of what I was doing was just like, you know, organic network based. I was on this app called Clubhouse that people are probably familiar with an audio app. So I I was joining clubs. I was speaking in rooms, introducing myself. And that's how I built my business uh, predominantly in the beginning stages. I was just using other platforms to bring an audience onto Instagram. And, you know, I was just posting content and trying to develop my strategy there too. But when Reels got introduced, I had just figured out, in my opinion, at least I thought I had just figured out how to work this Instagram thing, right? The, the carousels and how to design the graphics and how to, you know, storytell and call to actions. I thought I had to figure it figured out. So once I figured that out, then they dropped this bomb that, hey, now videos is the thing. All those carousels are not really going to have as much of an effect. So I was like, this sucks. Now I got to change my whole strategy. <laughs> and, and I was upset about it, Michelle. I was upset about it. But you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to adapt, right? Like things are going to change. 
And you have to be able to adapt and change with it if you want to stay relevant and if you want to continue to grow. So, you know, I do have a background in comedy. Um, I used to do a lot of like funny skits and funny videos. So it's not like I wasn't familiar with video. It was just the fact that I had to figure out how to use video in the world of social media and marketing to, you know, build a business or build a brand. You know, when you're doing funny videos, you just do something funny, you post it and you just wait for a response, but you have to have a lot more strategy when it comes to reels and when you're trying to build a business. So um, I wasn't excited, but I started doing it. And long story short, over the course of about a year, I had gotten really, really good. And, um, you know, my following, which started off at less than 10,000 when I started in 2020, uh, 2020, it grew to, you know, what is now over 90,000, you know, pushing towards 100,000. Uh, within a couple of years. So um, when I say that Reels has been an, an incredible game changer for me, and it is not something to take lightly if you want to really build a massive brand on social media, like I'm serious when I say that, like Reels are one of the most, if not the most powerful way, short form video in, in itself is one of, if not the most powerful ways to get your brand out there to the masses, to do um, effective and powerful marketing and to really stand out as a brand and attract your tribe so that you can build a business and build a community that you can eventually monetize if that's something that you want to do. Wow. You said so many things that I have to go back to. Bring back. The first thing, let's rewind. The first thing is you say you have to be consistent and things change on all of these apps, not just Instagram. And you realize, okay, there's this change. Let me lean into this and really develop a niche, which I believe you have done very well. And now that you say that you were a comedian, I definitely see it and get it. You all, y'all had to go see Monty's videos. They're all hilarious. I love them. They are entertaining. And that is why I believe so many people are drawn to your videos and your style of content creation, because it's funny, it's relatable, and it's fun. And so people want to be entertained on Instagram. And that's a big piece. Like no one wants to come and watch boring videos. They want value. They want to be entertained. And so intertwined. In that I think that was genius for you, and I just I just love your story. I think it's again a testament to we can take something that we love and turn it into a business. I was fired from my job, so I was like, well, I need to just move into this blogging area, move into YouTube mm-hmm. videos. Like I'm I'm an OG from back in the day. Like I've been on YouTube for so long and blogging and all these things, but it's just so amazing to hear other stories of how you got to where you are today. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. That was amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to talk more about your company and I also want to talk about reels. Okay. Let's, let's get down into some, some tips. Yeah. So you started your company in 2020, you've grown tremendously. What are some tips that you can provide to other creative entrepreneurs who are like, Oh my God, reels. I'm just not growing. I'm not seeing the growth. What are some tips that you have for them in order to maybe reach more people, increase their reach? Like, is it a specific time we need to post? Just a few tips that can get us started. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the time that you post, um, you know, that that's a, a part of strategy is kind of a technical thing, but it's more, it's also intuitive right now. When you go on Instagram, it provides you with insights that let you know when your audience is most active. Um, but you also have to keep in mind, like who your actual audience is, right? For example, if your audience is single mothers, right? Single mothers. 
Well, single mothers are busy, right? If you're trying to post content to reach a single mother, posting at, let's say, 10 at night, probably not a good time to post, right? Or posting at seven in the morning, probably not a good time to post, right? 10 p.m., single moms are probably exhausted from the day. They're getting ready for bed. They're not really trying to look at some content and get educated right now. They're just trying to relax and rest. Um, you know, early in the morning, they're getting the kids ready for school. They're not paying attention to their phone. They're worried about getting to the kids, to, you know, at school on time, you know, so maybe nine o'clock after the kids are dropped off, maybe 12 o'clock when they're taking a break from work, right? Earlier in the day, but not too early, early afternoon, late morning, that's a good time to post. So you have to have that intuition and, and tap into the psychology of your target audience to, you know, prepare a strategy to reach them when they're most available to be reached. Now, on the other hand, if your audience is a bunch of young millennials or Gen Z people, well, posting at seven, nine, 10 in the morning is probably not a good idea because most millennials and Gen Z, they're not up that early, right? They're not up until 12, one, two o'clock. Like I have a younger brother who, who you know, is, is like recently out of his teenage years and I mean, if you leave it up to him, he's not getting up till one in the afternoon, right? So it's like, you gotta, you know, with the younger generation, you might want to post, you know, 10 at night, nine at night, 10, you know what I'm saying? A little bit later, because that's when they're scrolling on their phone, looking at content because they're usually up late. So the first, you know, tip that I would give is understand your audience's natural behaviors, right? Understand, like, I understand what Instagram is telling you to do. And I give I tell people, like, look at your insights to have just a general idea of when you can post, but you have to make your ultimate decision based on what you know about your specific audience, right? So understanding your audience is important. Deeper into understanding your audience's behavior is understanding what their pain points are and what their interests are, right? What is their struggle that you have a solution for? What is the, 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 the topic that they're most interested in getting information about, right? And these are things that you can look up. You can go online and you can, you know, type in Google, you know, top 10 questions about, and then insert whatever your niche is, right? Whatever your industry is. Now you have AI technology. You can go on chat GPT and say, hey, give me the top 20 questions that people are asking about, and then insert whatever your niche is or whatever your industry is. And you can create content that's in alignment with those topics. You can create content that's in alignment with those pain points, right? With those, those problems that they're looking to get solutions for. And you can create content around that. And then it's a matter of figuring out, okay, how does my audience prefer for this value to be delivered to them? Do they want short 15 second or less videos where maybe I'm doing a quick lip sync and dropping a few tips on that topic? Or do they like longer form uh, video content that's like 60 seconds where I'm talking and I'm you know audibly sharing, like I'm speaking and talking to the camera, sharing the value that they're looking for, right? So you have to ask yourself, all right, how do, how do they want this information delivered to them? And that's just a part of testing, right? You have to try different types of delivery formats to see which one your audience navigates to and, and, and responds to the most. And then somewhere in between there, you have to find a balance between what your audience wants, how they want it to be delivered, and what's conducive to your skill level and your, your mental wellness so that you're not getting overwhelmed, right, by the type of content you're creating, right? So if I post something, if I create a reel, 
And I post it and it performs extremely well, but it took me two hours to create that reel because I was doing a lot of special editing and a lot of effects and post-production stuff. Well, I don't want to have to spend two hours to create impactful content, right? And especially if I want to post one reel a day, well, what does that mean? I'm gonna, If I want to post seven reels for the week, I got to spend, you know, however many hours that is, right? 14 hours out of the week behind my phone you know, just doing editing and stuff like that. And that's not even including recording the content, right? And how, however many takes I need to do to complete the recording, right? So, you know, you have to find that middle ground between what's conducive for you to stay consistent and not get burnt out, but what's also serving your audience with what it is that they need and what it is that's going to keep them coming back to you for more. This was a masterclass. I hope that everyone... <laughs> was taking notes because gems were just dropped. If you picked up any of those gems, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let me know what gem that Monty dropped on today's episode that you were like, wow, I need to implement this in my strategy. This was a masterclass. I mean, you gave so many great tips. Um, I think that was a good tip about, you know, if you have, if your audience is single moms, like we really got to think about the timing of posting. And that really like bothers me sometimes. I'm like, is this the right time? Because sometimes I'll post at six and it will do great. But sometimes I'll post at nine and it'll be like crickets. So it is all a big test and a science project. This whole social media and marketing is all a science project. So I'm glad that you said testing and looking at your analytics, testing and looking at your analytics. The the listeners know, I always talk about this. Numbers don't lie. What the numbers Mm -hmm. say, then you go back and tweak your strategy and continue to move forward. But it's all a big, 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 big test. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, you know, and that's a process that a lot of people don't have the patience or the, the will to go through, right? People are seeing, viral content on their timeline because that's what Instagram chooses to show considering the fact that they're the most popular pieces of content or best performing content on the platform that's likely to keep people on the platform. But what people don't realize is before you get to a point where you can post, uh, consistently post like high performing content, you have to do a lot of testing to understand what your audience likes, right? If they like how-to videos, you need to double down on creating how-to videos. If they like tutorials, or if they like behind-the-scenes content, or they like announcements of the newest updates in the industry, whatever that type of content is that they're gravitating towards, you want to double down on that. But you have to diversify to identify. A lot of people stay in a pocket creating one specific type of content not because that's what their audience is responding to, but because that's what they personally feel comfortable posting. But just because you're comfortable posting it doesn't mean that it's going to perform well. You have to diversify to identify, try multiple different content styles and pay attention to your analytics and then you know, separate what's performing the best from what's not and then find ways to refine what is working well and and double down on that so that you can consistently get a good response from your audience. And that's going to eventually put you in good grace with the algorithm where you get pushed out a lot more. And of course, you need to be doing other things outside of that, like constantly engaging with your community and also immersing yourself in other communities that are already established by people who are in the same industry as you, but have built a larger community. Immerse yourself 
yourself in their community. Immerse yourself in their backyard barbecue, right? Think of yourself as a promoter. If you have a party on Instagram, which is the your page with your content, that's your party. You want to get more people to come to your party. Well, think about real life. Where is the best place for a party promoter to find people who like to party? at other people's parties. So if you if you ever went to the club growing up or you know anything like that and you saw that club promoter, a lot of times, right, you go in the club and that club promoter is handing you flyers. When you go outside the club, there's flyers on your door. That's because that promoter, they don't necessarily work at that club. They work at a different club, but they know for a fact that people who like to party are at other parties. So I got to go to that party so that I can let them know that there's another party somewhere else that they can go to, right? So how how do I grow my community? How do I do it from scratch? How do I do it organically? Well, I find other leaders in my industry who have large communities that they've built. I go to their content. I reply to it. I comment on it. But most importantly, I interact with the people in their community that are engaging with their content so that they know that I exist and I pique their interest in wanting to come to my page and see what I'm about because social media is all about the law of reciprocity. Most people have a reactive behavior. It's, hey, if you like mine, then maybe I'll like yours. If you comment on mine, then maybe I'll comment on yours. So the advantage is in being proactive. I'm going to be the one initiating connections. I'm going to be the one initiating conversations. And I'm going to do it genuinely so that it increases the the odds that the people I engage with are going to want to reciprocate that engagement and follow me and become a part of my community so I can continue to serve them with the value that I have to offer and establish myself as a go-to authority in their mind and eventually convert them from just a follower or supporter to somebody who puts money in my pocket. The money in the pocket. And you just answered the question that I was going to ask about community and engagement. So look at that money in your pocket. I love that. That was, again, another masterclass. I hope that everyone has taken notes because this (laughs) has been a really good episode about reels and short form video. I'm so thankful that you came on here and dropped all of these amazing gems that the listeners are going to pick up and implement because that is what the Social Media Decoded podcast is for. We offer tips that you can implement and see results. So before we head out, I love books and I ask all of my guests about their favorite books or any books that have helped them along their entrepreneur journey. Can you give us a book or a few books that have helped you along your way? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, If you're somebody who is, um, ah, man, there are so many, there are so many good books. Let me start. Okay, if you're somebody that's in a place where you need to get organized with your life, Atomic Habits is a very, very good book. I read that book. It changed my whole perspective. It helped unravel or, um, you know, take off the blindfolds as to why I felt my life was so chaotic and I couldn't keep up with anything. Uh, Atomic Habits taught me how to discipline myself, how to get more organized, how to be intentional about the time I spend and, you know, how to prioritize my life and the important things in my life. So if you're somebody who feels like, man, my world is just chaos and, you know, I don't, I can't keep up with all the things I have going on. I'd recommend, I would highly recommend Atomic Habits. Um, If you're somebody who feels like you don't know what your dream is, or you have a dream, but you don't know exactly what it is or how to pursue it, I would recommend The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson. It's a parable. It's kid-friendly, but also adult-friendly adult because 
it, there's a lot of lessons in there that help you understand what you're going to face in pursuit of your dream. And it also gives you that encouragement to not sit on your dream because, you know, as a faith-driven person myself, I believe God gives everybody a dream. Nobody's here for no reason at all. We all have a purpose. And as we go through our life, our life's journey is about uncovering what that purpose is, stepping into that purpose and becoming the best we can at executing that purpose throughout the course of our life, right? So the dream giver is all about that. And it helps prepare you for the type of obstacles that you're going to face in pursuit of fulfilling what your purpose is. And um, even when you get to the end of fulfilling that purpose, you're going you're gonna to embark on a brand new purpose that's going to keep you moving forward in your life. So I would highly recommend that. And um, I'll give you one more. If you are in a place where you are struggling spiritually, right? Because we talked about strategy, technical things you can do as far as like growing your community and stuff like that. But but 90% of the game is mental, right? You can have all the tools, you can have all the strategies, you can know all the apps, but if you don't feel confident spiritually or if you feel darkness or you feel held back spiritually and mentally and emotionally, there's only so far you can go with those tools because you're not showing up 100%. If you've got some darkness in you that you need to overcome, self-limiting beliefs, bad habits that you feel are just kind of keeping you back from being at your best, a book that I would recommend is called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And in that book, um, it's basically him having a conversation with what we know as the devil and getting the devil to lay out all of his tricks on how he steers people away from God, but how he also steers people away from their purpose with all these different distractions that are very prominent in our life as adults in the world that we live in. And um, it will help you uncover what it is that's holding you back um, whatever it is that's that's keeping a cloud over your spirit, and it will give you the the spiritual and and mental and emotional direction that you need to break out of that darkness and step into a higher level of of belief in yourself and um, just just faith and 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 conviction about your future and your ability to be great in life. A whole bookstore. Thank you so much. <laughs> That was a whole bookstore. And those are some really good books. Atomic Habits. Definitely you have read that. I will check out those other two books. I love books. You should see my bookshelf over there. I love Audible as well. I mean, I have eight credits right now and can't decide what I want to get. So <laughs> I love, love books. So thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. And also, could you please let us know where we can find you online? If anyone wants to connect with you, if they want to work with you, please let us know where how we can hit you up and anything special you got going on. Yeah, definitely. If you are, you know, um, a content creator or you're a business owner that is looking to grow your business on Instagram and um, you're you want some help, hit me up. I'd love to see if uh, I'd love to learn more about your business, your brand and see if we're a good fit to work together and if I can help you. All you got to do is reach out to me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Um, hit me up in the DMs. I'm, I'm a, my DMs are open. I'm not a. Um, you know, I'm not a threatening person or an intimidating person. I'm, I am a person that, you know, through all the fun and laughter and stuff like that, I am serious about what I do. So if you're not really ready to get to the next level mentally, financially, emotionally, then, you know, don't hit me up yet. But when you are ready, reach out to me and I'd love to work with you. You can find me at Monty Lance, which is M-O-N as in Nancy, T-Y. L-A-N, as in Nancy, S. 
That's me on Instagram. And uh, if you go to the link in my bio, I have a free guide that you can use, especially if you're struggling with reels and short form video, don't know where to start or don't know how to keep going and get to the next level. Uh, I got a free guide for you. And there's also an option to schedule a call with me. And I have a course if you are a total beginner with Instagram reels and you want to get off to a good start and uh, learn how to create some high performing reels that help you grow on on Instagram and any other platform that has short form video. Because once you learn these skills, you can take it wherever you want to go. Yes, I love that. And we'll make sure all of that information is in the show notes. Monty is the guy you need to go to if you need help with these reels, because I just, I wrote some things down. I know I started early on reels, but I am definitely brushing up and I'm going to grow. I am saying on this podcast, we're going to grow to a hundred thousand this year. So let's do it. Let's do it. So thank you so much, Monty, for coming on and again, dropping all the gems. Thank you all so much for tuning in and we will talk to you all in the next one. Thank you for having me. Let's grow. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.